Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. everyone welcome to another episode how are you doing hope that you're having a good day so far a good week so far I am sitting at my studio, the sun is shining, and I recently got contacts for the first time. I've never had contacts. I have worn glasses since I was a teenager to see far away, and my prescription wasn't that you know, strong for many years, but as I get older, my eyes are getting less and less able to see far away. Um, so I decided to take the plunge and get some contacts. I also got a new prescription, which I hadn't gotten in a few years. And I am just shocked at how much I can see and how much I didn't realize I was missing in the detail of what I was looking at. So right now I'm looking out my window and there's these beautiful clouds. I mean, the sky is is bright blue and then there's all of these clouds. I'm not sure what kind of clouds they are, like cumulonimbus or or whatever kind, but they just, they almost look fake. It looks like a painting and it's just so beautiful. Anyway, I was just admiring that and grateful that I have my contacts in. So it's really, really nice. Before we get to this episode's topic, I want to remind you all of the bonus episodes, the bunny at home bonus episodes that I do with my partner, Kara, every other week. This past week's bonus episode was actually really deep and interesting to me because we talked about money. We talked about finances and like talking about money and when you're in a relationship and you have to talk about money or when you're dealing with money in your personal life and it's bringing up all of these issues. And recently I've been kind of doing a lot of healing and inner work around abundance, money and all of that stuff. So if you feel any kind of kinship with dealing with the struggles with how to approach money from a higher self perspective, definitely, definitely sign up to become an Apple subscriber or Patreon member 
and you can listen to that bonus episode. We also did a video recording. We do video recordings of every bonus episode. We shoot it in our home, in our living room, and you can access that on our Patreon as well. All right, so for today's question, we're going to be talking about performance anxiety, this pressure to succeed, um, feeling worried or afraid of failure. So even though this question is about a specific type of situation, it is definitely resonant to all kinds of situations because it all sort of comes from the same fear that we all carry with us. All right, let's get to the question. Hi, Bunny. I'm really stressed about dealing with a professor for my final presentation regarding my master's thesis. She criticized me and my work during the first presentation and kind of ruined my self-confidence to a point where I got panic attacks at night just thinking about facing her next. My mom helped me a lot to get me out of that state and finish my thesis to the best of my ability. But still, I feel no matter what I do, she won't like the thesis I have written and maybe she will even try to convince everyone that I've done a poor job so that I don't get my degree and have to stay for another year to do this all over again. I may be catastrophizing, but I feel so vulnerable and always predict that she's going to attack me again in the final presentation. I talked to my thesis supervisor about her feedback and my supervisor tried to help me by finding ways, but I'm unable to find one which solves this problem and I'm just stuck and she will just ruin my future. I didn't know at the time of writing my thesis at the beginning that there could be an X problem that she criticized me for during this presentation. And now that the final presentation is near, I can't help but just feel like slowly crawling to a corner and hide myself for the rest of my life because I couldn't live up to her expectations. What should I do to just be free of her opinion no matter what happens in the end? I know I'm satisfied with an average grade for my thesis, but what if she holds my degree? Thank you for any perspective you may have on this. Lots of love. Hi, sweetheart. I'm so sorry this thesis presentation is causing you so much stress. But lots of times when we're stressed about a specific thing in our life, it has much less to do with that actual thing than something deeper going on inside of us. On the surface, what you seem to be afraid of is the possibility of being criticized by your teacher and that she'll try to convince other people that you should be held back from your degree. And even though a big part of you knows that you're probably, as you said, catastrophizing the situation, i.e. imagining the worst possible thing happening, it seems like you can't stop these fearful thoughts and it's just making you miserable. When we're stuck in a fear cycle and imagine the worst possible things happening, our bodies are reacting to those thoughts as if that worst possibility is actually happening because it doesn't know the difference. So we experience all the physical reactions to those thoughts. Our fight and flight responses are triggered, our hearts are pounding, we might feel sick to our stomach, we have shortness of breath, and then those physical reactions seem to just confirm the fearful thoughts and the cycle just continues. 
we think the only way to have a sense of control and possibly prevent this bad thing from happening is to just keep thinking about it as if imagining it over and over again will figure out a solution. And the fantasies become even more detailed and drawn out. Like she said this, then I could say that. Or if she tried to convince someone of this, then I could tell them that. She doesn't know what she's talking about, etc. And it just goes on and on and on. And we end up experiencing the pain of that imagined bad thing happening when it's not actually happening, believing somehow that protects us from it happening. The higher self perspective approaches stress in another way. Your higher self knows that stress is rooted in an unconscious fear that you are inherently lacking brought on by your learned hierarchical beliefs from society, your past experiences, your trauma, etc. This belief that you need outside validation to have self-worth was taught to you. And then when we learn this stuff, we begin projecting those beliefs in everything that we do. So when we get stressed out about not finishing our to-do list or maybe not getting a certain job promotion, or not being able to pay our phone bill, or a relationship falling apart, etc. On one level, yes, that stuff is hard to navigate, but it is so much more tremendously hard when your self-worth is tied into it based on the beliefs that have been put in your head. And the ironic thing is that when you carry this fear that you're lacking with you, you also see all of your experiences from that lens. You interpret all your experiences from that lens. You actually create stories in your mind that seem to support that perspective. You think other people see you that way too. Other people see you as inherently lacking, which in turn not only affects how you behave and the choices that you make, but also your assumptions and your ability to find happiness in your life. So when I read your email and you said your teacher had criticized you and attacked you and shook your confidence, I didn't hear that as a teacher who is trying to make you less confident or trying to make you feel attacked or convince other people you're not good enough. I see that as a teacher doing her job of giving you the constructive criticism that you need, giving you criticism so that you can make improvements because your teacher wants you to succeed. And because that is what you're paying your teacher to do, give you her guidance give you her opinion, find ways, suggestions to, in their point of view, help you improve. They are there to try to help you improve because they have that experience. That is the role that they play. Your fear of inadequacy has been projected onto this teacher like you should be afraid of her. And it's turned her into this 
monster figure in your head that's going to ruin your chances at a degree, thus ruining your chances at a happy life and forever, for the rest of your life, your life's going to be ruined, right? All because of this teacher's criticism. Do you see how insidious our LHBs, our learned hierarchical beliefs are? When we're judging ourselves, how much it makes us judge other people. When we don't see our higher selves, the truth of who we are, that we are good enough no matter what happens in the ups and downs of life, how much that prevents us from seeing the higher self in other people. This teacher is triggering that fear, but it's not the teacher or the presentation that needs to change. It's your perspective on it. No matter what happens on the day, which by the way is pretty soon because I know you sent me a email asking me to answer this question right away because your thesis presentation is on Wednesday and I did put your email ahead of others so that we could get it right in before um, your presentation. So no matter what happens a couple days from now, you are going to be okay. You have grown and learned so much from this time in school. You've worked so hard. You are bringing a unique perspective and voice to this area of study. And that already is such an accomplishment. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be top at your class. You don't have to please your teacher in every single way possible. You don't have to please everyone. You don't have to be the best at what you do because you're still learning, you're still growing, you're still finding your voice. All you have to be right now is you. What if you decided that your goal for the day of the presentation is to be proud of how far you've come? What if that became your priority? This is a big day for you. Celebrate yourself. And if you get constructive criticism, take it with gratitude. No one is out to get you, babe. Everyone is rooting for your success. Try your best to enjoy the process. The sooner you learn to enjoy the process, the easier it will be in the rest of your life because you're always going to have goals. You're always going to be doing things that are challenging because you like learning, you like growing, you like to challenge yourself. So the sooner you can make it not about needing to be good enough, but just knowing you're good enough and expanding your knowledge, the more you will enjoy your life and the process of, of growing. This is a really important time in your life and you don't want to look back at it years from now and say, I should have been more proud of myself that day. You can be proud of yourself right now. I'm sending you so much love. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
you know, this isn't the same thing, but when I was getting ready to do my record release show a couple weeks ago, I had a lot of performance anxiety, not so much in the weeks or days before, but like the day of, I started to have all of these physical symptoms, like my stomach hurt, my chest was pounding. I was having all of these worrying thoughts. I felt basically paralyzed. It was like, I, I felt paralyzed. I had to like eat Tums. Like so many things were happening in my body on that day. And a lot of that is just the patterning, the triggering of being in a situation where I'm afraid of failing, in a situation where I'm afraid of being laughed at or afraid of being criticized. And my body's just kind of remembered this situation, remembered these feelings. And I had to keep reminding myself, okay, just because my stomach hurt, stomach hurts right now doesn't mean something bad's going to happen. Let me take a deep breath. Let me take some Tums. Let me put on some soothing music or try to calm myself down. And, you know, it's not always easy, but the less we judge ourselves for having those feelings, the more we give ourselves some grace, like, what is this really about? What is this anxiety really about? It's this fear. I'm not good enough or that I'm going to fail. And is that really true? Is, is that really what's happening? What's really going on right now? Because what's actually all that's going on is I'm just doing my best out here and that's enough, right? And that we're just trying to have new experiences in our life because we're interested in doing things and, and growing and challenging ourselves and being brave. And we really need to give ourselves a lot more credit than we do. So... I'm proud of myself for doing the show. I got through it, had an amazing time. I I said like a little prayer before I went on stage that said, you know, let me remember love right now. Let me give love in this situation. Let me be aligned with my higher self and, and be in gratitude. And, and that can really help us in these moments that are scary, right? Remembering what's really important and that we have so much, so many blessings in our life and so many amazing opportunities. So yeah, um, thank you so much for sending in your question. And I know that is, it's not always easy to be so vulnerable and, and honest, and, but we all really, really appreciate you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being part of this time together. And I am wishing you a wonderful day. Take care. I love you. And so does your higher self. See you next time. Bye.